Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Locked In Podcast, episode one. And to start this episode one, guys, I just want to say thank you for all the support on the intro episode that I did have. It's going extremely well, still still going really well. Uh, the downloads are going up every hour I check, but we're over 50 downloads now, which is pretty good considering you don't really have to download it to listen to it. You can listen to it on your phone without downloading, so that's pretty much all on computer. So that's awesome. I really appreciate that. Once again, thank you guys for all that support. I've had really great support on Instagram, uh, TikTok, Snapchat, all the social medias, reposting, Facebook. Um, I really appreciate that, guys. Thanks thanks again for that. So the interview that was supposed to be coming in this first episode is not going to be ha- happening. It will be happening later on, maybe not with the same people, just going to be interviewing a whole bunch of other people. That's what's going to be uh, in the near future, guys. I think those are going to be the near episodes for sure. So sticking with the injury and overall life for me so far that you guys suggested in the Instagram poll that I did put out there a couple days ago, we're just going to jump right into this, kind of give an overview of myself so you guys know me if you guys don't know me personally and you guys are just listening and you really want to know everything that's happened in my life, what I've accomplished, what I haven't accomplished, etc. So we're just going to start with that right now. Starting off, I started wrestling when I was four years old. I also started playing flag football at that age, which will be important later on uh, for you guys to know. I was a five-time MyWay state champ. MyWay is elementary and middle school wrestling. So I was a five-time state champ there. So my seventh grade year came around. I was wrestling for Team State. Uh, I was wrestling at Lowell at this point. I wrestled against Davison. I wrestled a kid that I've I was two and two against. So we were. Uh, pretty prime competitors uh, against each other for sure. I was wrestling him. Second period came around. I chose down, got up. Uh, kid came down on my leg, on the my left knee. Came head right into the outside of that lateral meniscus. There, I heard a pop, felt a pop, and didn't continue that match. Thought majority of people that looked at my injury or medical fields really thought I tore my meniscus. Had an MRI found out that I had a discoid meniscus, which only 1% of our population does have. So if you're going to have something that only 1% of the population has, I don't think a discoid meniscus is one that you really want, just uh, for future references for you guys, obviously. Anyway, I decided to go ahead and have surgery. By the way, discoid meniscus, most of you guys probably don't know what that is. Uh, Discoid meniscus is when your meniscus is solid, has no hole in it. Everybody else's meniscus does have a hole in it. So decided to have surgery, which looking back on it now, wasn't a necessity. I was in a lot of pain, so can't really say I should have, would have, could have. But I guess I went with it. So had a surgery that they shaped the meniscus. They went went ahead and made that shape. Uh, Started wrestling again fairly quick after that. Went to Virginia on Team Michigan. I believe the end of my seventh grade year. Second match came around. Rode down on the bus with the whole team. Uh, my dad was there as well. Second match, got my foot planted wrong in the mat, buckled my knee. Bucket handle tear completely flipped and tore my lateral meniscus on my left knee. That's the same meniscus that I had the problem with before. Couldn't straighten my leg, couldn't bend it to a certain point. Was in a really bad situation, to say the least. Obviously, couldn't wrestle. If you can't straighten your leg or bend your knee, you're not going to do very very well wrestling. Woke up the next day, my dad's like, can you wrestle? I'm like, still can't straighten it, still can't bend it to this. He's like, okay. Rented a car. 14-hour drive, worst 14-hour drive I've ever had in my life. The pain was not very good when your meniscus is completely uh, completely out of whack. 
Drove that 14 hours back, had another MRI, found out that I had that bucket handle tear, completely torn flip. The doctors in Grand Rapids, Michigan decided to go in there, put three plugs in my knee uh, in the meniscus to keep it stable, try and preserve that meniscus. About five months have passed and usually you're progressed pretty far along walking on it, doing PT at that point. Just so happened to be that I wasn't doing any of those things. So obviously something was still messed up in there. I uh, go back in, have another MRI, doctor comes in, this is my 8th grade year now, tells me that I need a meniscus transplant and I won't be playing sports anymore. First off, what doctor tells an 8th grader that he's not going to be playing sports anymore, you're not even in high school at that point, and meniscus, I know many people that have had their meniscus removed and are still great athletes, so that whole situation was just sketchy to say the least, we're just going to say that. Eighth grade me is, you know, freaking out because elementary and middle school, they don't matter. Grand scheme of things, obviously it matters to you when you're wrestling at that age, but it's just all preparation for high school wrestling. Obviously freaking out. My dad didn't like to hear that. Uh, I, I go into my physical therapy and I tell my physical therapist and she's like, whoa, not what we want to hear. So she suggests going to U of M and having them look at it and having them evaluate it. Well, it turns out I can't get in there for a couple months. So I would have even liked to play my eighth grade football season because I still love to play football at this point. Okay, so what do we do now? She suggests uh, the Stedman Clinic out in Vail, Colorado. Colorado, extremely far from Michigan. My dad, my mom, they were uh, extremely supportive, extremely, um, let's just say, generous in allowing me to have that uh, next level care. I was extremely blessed to have that, still grateful for that uh, to this day. We fly out there, have the surgery, all in a matter of like a couple days, right? They, they just, they run so smoothly out there. They're great out there at the Stedman Clinic. Uh, highly recommend that if you guys have any surgery that you guys need done you guys can still have it in whatever state you're in but Sedman clinic is definitely at the top of the line for sure so i had that surgery he went in there said that the one plug was floating around in my knee and then the other two were just strangling my meniscus not helping it whatsoever just making it completely worse my knee's a balloon at this point still still all that swelling obviously something's wrong in there so he goes in there cuts out about 50 60% of my meniscus on that lateral side there. Takes those plugs out, says I'll be good to go fairly quick. I think it was around six months even. I think I started doing stuff around four. So I was feeling way better, started doing really well, and I actually got to compete in my eighth grade football season, which was awesome. Had a great year of eighth grade football. Freshman year came around, still was having some trouble with that knee, ended up having a cyst on the inside of my knee, which I was playing fresh. I was a freshman on varsity at uh, Grand Rapids Christian. Uh, my knee started ballooning up again because there was something wrong in there. Obviously, with my history, I'm freaking out. I'm like, okay, this is not good. My trainer, he's like, hey, I can tell that you're limp running. You should stop. I stopped playing football, went back out there again, figuring I was going to need another surgery. Coming up on three surgeries now in eighth grade. But luckily, they just stuck a I'd say around a six-inch needle in my knee and drained drained that cyst. And that I don't even want to talk about that. Never used to be afraid of needles. Kind of am now from that experience. Definitely hurt. Ended up hitting my kneecap uh, once when they were draining that cyst. 
But they found it with the ultrasound mach- machine. Drained it. So there we go. So I'm back good as new. Played four games, majority in the playoffs for Granups Christian at middle linebacker. Mind you, I was 5'10", 158-ish at this point. So I was pretty small to say the least, I guess. So after that freshman year football, I obviously was a wrestler my whole life. I actually decided I wasn't going to wrestle because all this injury from my knee came from wrestling. So I just figured, heck, we're not going to do this. My coach at the time, Greg Dykema, really great guy. If you guys know Greg, if you guys are listening to this from Gramps Christian, you guys know he's a, definitely a standout guy. I raised some great kids as well. I walk in there just to kind of see how the practice is going because I've wrestled my whole life. They Gramps Christian is not known for wrestling in the least bit. And probably like six other people in there at that time. And I told him I wasn't going to wrestle. I was just checking it out. He uh, continued to stay on my butt throughout the nearing weeks of practice. Pretty much he tells me that uh, he really wanted me to wrestle. He knew I wrestled uh, for my whole life. Don't give it up now after all my training. Turns out I have to give him a big thank you because without him, I wouldn't be wrestling at this point. So I started wrestling. The week of our first tournament, which matches, duels during the week are on Wednesdays in Michigan. You either wrestle one or two teams. I wrestled, had a really good season. I ended up taking eighth at the end of my freshman year. First time for Grand Rapids Christian wrestler to make it to state, yet alone place since 2001. So it was a big accomplishment for my school. I had high goals for myself. I really wanted to place first, which looking back now, being 156 at the round that at that point and wrestling 160, freshman wrestling, majority seniors. It's it's no excuse because people have done it in the past. But I uh, it's kind of unrealistic for skill level at that point where I was at. So took eighth, not horrible, not great, but uh, definitely a good year. Uh, sophomore year came around. I was starting on varsity at linebacker. I actually played DN, D-tackle, safety, outside linebacker. I played every position on defense possible. And at this point, I'm all of 160, so just pretty much 160 on the dot, 5'10 still, and I played DN and D-tackle. So you guys know that DNs are usually, you know, at least 6'2 area. They're usually pretty tall and usually weigh over 200 pounds considering that I'm there obviously that's not the best position for me or I didn't think it was at that point still was uh playing there still ended up doing pretty well at all those positions but went back in and won a game for us with a pick six in at middle linebacker so that was kind of my established position at that point had a really good year we made it to the playoffs didn't make it past uh the quarterfinals I believe but uh really good year and then the wrestling season comes around I'm you know, majority football still in my mind, honestly, but still going to wrestle. So I start wrestling and have a really good year again, once once again. This time I was wrestling 160, all of 160. I take fifth. So I took fifth, had two losses to the ones that, the one kid that won it and the one that took third. Uh, not, not horrible, but also not what I wanted again. So at the end of my sophomore year, I decide that I kind of want to wrestle. I uh, just just want to wrestle, right? So here I go from just wanting to play football to just wanting to wrestle now. So I actually transferred to uh, from my sophomore year to my junior year. We moved to Cedar Springs, and I uh, wasn't going to play football, and I was just going to focus on wrestling, do com- competitions nationally. Turns out they talked me into it two weeks before the first game. 
start playing and didn't start the first two weeks. We lost our first game, won our next one. Then I took over the starting job the third week. Actually, towards the end of the second game is when I took over the starting job. Had a really, really good football season. We lost in the quarterfinals to Muskegon, who was nationally ranked number 17 for football in the country. So they're a very highly talented group. Had a lot of people go to LSU, Alabama, Ohio State. So, you no know, slouch team. We lost, I believe, 34-18. to 18. And I had one dream team running back for the Grand Rapids area. Had, I believe... 1,200 yards rushing, 13 touchdowns, really good year for me. Never got to play offense at Christian. Really loved the fact that they gave me the chance to play offense at Cedar. Took that chance and ran with it, literally. So I won that, and then wrestling season came around, and I was actually like, wait, do I want to wrestle now? Like, I got my chance to play running back. I kind of really liked that, you know? Like, can I go on to the next level? And mind you, at this point now, I gained 20 pounds of muscle. I was lifting six to seven days a week uh, between my sophomore year and my junior year. It went from 160 to 180. So I was like walking around at 180 now. And the weight classes in Michigan are a little bit different. They're 171, 189, 215. So they're big jumps once you get up to heavier weight classes for sure. Anyway, I uh, decide I'm going to wrestle. Just kind of see how it goes because I have unfinished business. I took eighth. I took fifth. I want to win. I go out there, wrestle. I wrestle 189, weighing 180. But uh, being strong, my dad was a bodybuilder my whole life. Had me lifting a broomstick at four, getting the motions down for all the lifts. A really uh, helpful thing to be stronger than everybody else, even when they're a little bit bigger. So I was stronger. I was faster. Didn't really have a close match until the regional finals who... I wrestled that kid in the state finals that year and beat him 3-2. to two. Won a state title at 189 pounds in Michigan in Division Two, my junior year. So now I'm like, okay, I want to I wanna wrestle. <laughs> Back to that stage again. I decided to go to Flow Nationals, which I went to twice prior to that uh, that year. And I went 2-2 two two both times. I'm like, okay, unfinished business. Uh, let's go take this this uh flow nationals title went into it even though i did have a michigan state title i wasn't seated i was unseated i was put up against the two seed from new jersey uh, a really tough kid and i actually teched him 12 nothing uh this is a year that flow switched over from folk style wrestling to freestyle wrestling so i teched him 12 nothing uh beat the next kid 12 to 2 another tech in um the quarterfinals semifinals come around i have a kid from arizona that won the national folk style wrestling championship for high school I went out there and I I beat him 8 to 4. So it was a closer match, but I controlled that match majority of the time. Actually hurt my knee in uh the that semifinals match. Iced it and came back and wrestled a couple hours later, beat a kid that was nationally ranked and also an Indiana state champion. I beat him 13 to 7 in the finals, so I had a really good tournament. At that point, there was no turning back. It was okay, I'm wrestling. There's there's no no way I'm going to be playing football now. I was getting D2 offers, which is not bad. D2 football is still very competitive, still still fun to play football, uh, no matter your division. Once I won flow, I had f- around 15 Division One offers come in for wrestling, and that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to stick with wrestling now. So after that, didn't look back, decided I wasn't going to play football. I'm like, okay, let's get ready for Fargo. Now I was I was nationally ranked around 14th, I believe, at this time. So I was like, okay, I got to go prove myself. I had a really good tournament. Let's go win another thing. 
that's where my mind was. I wasn't, okay, let's go All-American at Fargo. I wanted to win it. I, uh, I'm training actually with Tony Jones at Michigan State, assistant coach there, doing a one-on-one session with him. Next thing you know, I uh, get arm drag by him. He drags me down, goes right into a gut wrench. I go out to post with my right arm to stop it, kind of get caught and pop my UCL ligament in my elbow. I thought it was dislocated, whatever. Didn't didn't look bad, but it definitely felt bad. Felt something moving whenever I'd straighten and bend my arm. Go to the doctor with that. Uh, this is a week before Fargo, so I'm cutting weight that weight at that point, and I'm feeling good, wrestling good. Uh, conditioning was really really up there. Probably the best conditioning I've ever had was at that point. Uh, hurt that. Turns out I tore that, so I had to go have surgery. Went back out to Colorado for that surgery. They took care of me again. They actually did, instead of a Tommy Johns, which most baseball players have, they did a new new surgery, which they took a silicone brace and put that in my elbow, and that's supposed, supposedly going to make it stronger in the long run. That one took a little bit longer to heal. I thought I was going to be ready for the season. I uh, wasn't, wasn't ready. Uh, still had some troubles with it. Took a couple weeks off when the season started for my senior year wrestling season. I missed my football season, which I wasn't planning on playing football at that point anyway. So uh, that was okay in my head. But I was like, okay, I got to get back for wrestling. I was ranked number one because I won the year before at 189. So I was ranked number one at 189. Still weighed 180, 181. I uh, went out there in my first tournament back. It took around nine months to fully heal from that elbow. So a little bit longer than I would have liked it to be for sure. But first tournament back, I pinned my first two kids, and I'm in the finals. Took this kid down, go out of bounds. Uh, come back in, the ref blows the whistle. The kid Granby rolls. If you know anything about wrestling, he Granby rolls. I stop it, kind of have him back on his back for a second. Kind of freaks out. Bigger kid, all of 189. Hips come down right on my right knee. And um, immediately you hear it on the video that my dad took, pop, just a loud pop. I... You know, at that point, I, I knew what happened. And everybody's trying to fill my head with all these positive things. And literally, I've had all those knee surgeries in the past. I know what this feels like. I know I tore my meniscus, and I still couldn't straighten it. Uh, turns out that I tore and flipped that, had a bucket handle tear on that one. This is my right side now, also lateral, lateral meniscus. That's great, right? I just got back from in- injury on my elbow. Elbow's finally feeling good. Uh, go and hurt something else and that's kind of how it goes I might have jumped into it a little bit too early in all honesty sucks but anyway I did that went in had that MRI they tell me that I'm complete meniscus repair type situation I go back out to Colorado once again they put I believe 14 12 to 14 stitches in in my meniscus on that outside to kind of lock it down because Otherwise, they would have had to take the whole thing out, which at that time, I kind of preferred that because I don't want to wait another however many months. But my doctor, really good doctor, knows what he's talking about. Uh, no, we we want to we want to do this. We want to preserve this. Uh, you don't want to wrestle four to five years in college and not have a meniscus. So whatever you want. And goes in there, puts those stitches in it. Next thing you know, I, uh, I'm in the rehab process, still hurting a lot. I retore it during that whole rehab process. I actually start wrestling a little bit again. Retore it. This time, by the way, I was committed to wrestle at Old Dominion University in uh, Virginia, and they dropped the wrestling program. So I was, mind you, 
I just got injured again, and I'm also looking for a new school. So that's that's not not great. If you guys know me now, I'm wrestling at Lock Haven University and still uh, in the process of rehab because when I retore that, I had to go get that uh, other surgery on this knee again, and they actually ended up taking about 60% of this one out too, kind of in the same same situation as I was back in seventh grade. And I'm letting it heal up because we don't have an official season this year for college. Figured I would take the time that I need. So I'm planning on wrestling here again in a few weeks, actually next week, uh, with a brace on, just mental support and physical support. But guys, I'm going to tell you right now, you get an injury, don't hold your head down. When I tore my meniscus on my right side right after my UCL surgery, I was down to say the least. If anybody that loves me is listening to this podcast, they know. They know that I was not in a good place for a very long time, and I'm not afraid to admit that, but I'm also not afraid to say, hey, if you get injured, you have no right to be in that mindset. Even though I was in that mindset, I know now personally that that doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help yourself. It doesn't help the people around you that love you, and you just you need to keep your head on straight. No matter what happens, no matter what injury you get, you're obviously going to be really pissed off with it, but you just you need to keep on trucking. So that's what I that's what I'm doing now, still doing and still battling every single day I wake up. Still struggle with it, but I'm extremely blessed to just be able to walk and be able to talk and do all the things that a lot of people in this world can't do. So I'm not going to complain about it. Anyway, guys, if you guys didn't know all that stuff, well, now you know my complete journey, my complete life story in 25 minutes. So Hopefully you guys did enjoy this episode. This is the official first episode of Locked In Podcast, guys. The intro episode, like I said, went really well. Again, thank you for all the downloads. Thank you all for all the list- listens that you guys did. I just want I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate it. And interviews are on their way, guys. I'm going to be interviewing actually some coaches. Uh, Coach Carr, that's one of the assistant coaches here, and Coach Ronnie Perry, that's one of the assistant coaches at Lock Haven as well. So those will be the near future interviews that I'm going to be having. And again, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram if you don't already, S-E-R underscore Sage. Make sure when I post polls about what question you guys want me to ask them, make sure you guys voice your opinion because I'll ask him whatever you guys want me to ask him. Once again, guys, thank you guys for listening to the Locked In Podcast. Thank you guys for taking the time. Hopefully you guys listen to this 25 minutes all the way through. I think uh, I think it's crazy how much stuff I've gone through at the age of 19. i got a long, bright future ahead of me, hopefully, so knock on wood. And we're just going to keep on trucking, guys. Once again, thank you guys for listening to the Locked In Podcast. I hope you guys all have a great day.